0: Hellman's mayonnaise. You know it, and if you like mayonnaise, you probably love it. It's the gold medal or blue ribbon standard for mayonnaise in many parts of the world, but how did a German immigrant and deli owner create a mayonnaise empire in less than two decades? Let's take a look. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this is the Brief History of Hellman's Mayonnaise. Hellman's Mayonnaise was first sold in a deli in New York by Richard Hellman in 1912. Sales of the mayonnaise started slow, but through ingenious marketing and drive, Hellman's took over New York City, the U.S., and then the world. In just 15 years, his company grew to over $15 million in sales and a net profit of $1 million a year. Again, that's in 1927. It's pretty impressive. So how did he do it? Well, Richard Hellman was born about 60 miles south of Berlin in June 1876. He left public school at age 14 and started apprenticing in grocery stores. One of the jobs he eventually took was working for Cross and Blackwell in London. Cross and Blackwell was a British grocer who produced canned, dried, and bottled food. Hellman spent much of his time with the company, working in their kitchen. While well, at Cross and Blackwell, Hellman met a Frenchman, named Matt Martinez. His family owned a company in France that manufactured and supplied goods to hotels. Hellman also met the president of a large American grocer based in San Francisco, who invited Hellman to move to the States and work with them. Hellman agreed. Hellman arrived in New York in 1903 with the intent of continuing his travels west to California, but he had wandered into a grocer in New York who was importing and selling products from the company he had been working for in London. Hellman happened to meet the VP of the company who offered him a job on the spot. Hellman decided to stay in New York. Two years later, in 1905, now married, while walking to work one day, Hellman noticed a storefront for rent. He rented it, turned it into a deli, and went into business for himself. He and his wife worked very hard to make the deli a success and were eventually able to purchase the building and the one next door. But the hard work took a toll. By 1911, the deli was a massive success, and with a few children now, Hellman became very sick. His doctor told him that if he kept working the way he did, he would not be long for this world. Hellman and his wife sold a piece of the business and stepped away from daily operations. The next year, he and his wife traveled back to Germany, then on to France, where Hellman met up with his old friend from his Cross and Blackwell days, Matt Martinez, who was now the president of his family's retail business. One of the products Matt's family sold was prepared mayonnaise. Hellman took what he learned from Matt, returned to the deli in New York, and got started on creating his own mayo formula. Once Hellman developed a mayonnaise he liked, he focused on packaging. He put the mayo in wide-mouth jars and wrapped the jars in blue ribbons. Now this may seem inconsequential, but wide-mouth jars allowed people to dip spoons in the jars using the mayo much more quickly. His competitors, on the other hand, were selling their mail in small mouth jars that only a knife could slip into. Over time, word spread of Hellman's mail and sales in the deli continued to grow, but it wasn't enough. Hellman figured that the same product would do well in other delis. He hired a salesman, a delivery driver, and bought a truck with Hellman's written on the side. When everyone else was selling their products to retailers on a credit or commission basis, Hellman asked for payment up front. Now normally this would be a problem for retailers as they would be taking on a larger portion of the burden of any unsold product, but Hellman combated this issue by replacing any unsold product the next week. This allowed retailers to buy more of the product with confidence that they wouldn't be stuck with a bunch of spoiled product and it kept a consistent cash flow for Hellman. This model worked so well that Hellman eventually had to trademark the Hellman's Blue Ribbon Mayonnaise name, and sales were booming, more salespeople and delivery drivers were hired, and eventually Hellman decided it was time to branch out of New York. He licensed his recipe to a manufacturer in Chicago, who eventually had to build three additional factories. Through advertising in newspapers and magazines, the brilliant and brilliant marketing, like Hellman's Cookbook that demonstrated all kinds of different ways to use mayonnaise, Hellman's became the number one brand in the U.S., in 1927, Postum Cereal, which later became General Mills, bought Hellman's along with its main competitor, Best Mayonnaise. Today, both companies are owned and operated by Unilever and together make up more than 50% of sales in the U.S. Not bad for something that started in a small deli in New York just over 100 years ago. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food and 5, and this has been the Brief History of Hellman's Mail. And I thought it would be interesting uh, if we also took a look at... Miracle Whip, because I don't really know anything about the history of that either. So on Thursday, we're going to look at the brief history of Miracle Whip, and we can kind of compare the two. And as always, I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in Five, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can also like and subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends about it, share it around, whatever you want to do. It's all for you. I will be back to more with another fantastic episode of Food in Five. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.